0: She went from having never camped and never spent a night in a tent in 85 years to now having really traveled to every corner of the United States and slept in a tent more times than probably anybody her age. And
1: got to see the uh, bears catch the fish in Alaska. I've always wanted to do that. My name is Nevin, I'm 86 and you're listening to the value of wrinkles podcast whatever age you're at maybe you're young youngish midlife older or maybe you just call yourself old you are welcome here let's explore how to love the older generation and ourselves more
2: Hi, this is Belle. You are listening to episode 49 of the Value of Wrinkles podcast. Today's intro was done by my friend Nevin. And Nevin, he was actually my friend, good friend and housemate and teammate, field hockey teammate in college, her dad. And he came to all of our games when we played and would always cheer for us with um, a duck call. I wanted to feature him today's on today's intro and I was just honored for him to come and do the intro for me. So it was great to see his face again and thank you, Nevin. So today's episode is super, super special and it is one that I've been hoping to do for a very, very, very long time and it's probably going to be your favorite episode. We're going to talk about how we can bring our grandparents Or an older person, older friend, or loved one on an adventure? How do you do that? How do you make that work? To be able to do that, I knew that I wanted to talk to Brad Ryan and his grandma, Joy. So if you do not know Grandma Joy and Brad, then all you need to do is Google them and you will be amazed by this story and inspired. I want to let you know how Brad and I actually met. So when I was writing The Value of Wrinkles, I actually ended up writing about Brad Ryan and his grandma. A friend had sent me a link to a story about him. And I believe at the time, he had only visited about 20-something national parks with Grandma Joy. And so I wrote about him in my book. And when I finished it, I wanted to send him a copy. I was able to send him a copy. And we were thus connected on Instagram, and we had the chance to meet when we did this interview. And the awesome thing was that just a few weeks ago, I had the chance to meet up with Brad and Grandma Joy. And it was just as much fun as I thought it was going to be. So I want to make sure that you know about my book, The Value of Wrinkles, A Young Perspective on How Loving the Old Will Change Your Life. If you are interested in bringing your grandparent or your older loved one on an outdoor adventure, or you're just interested in just valuing the older person in your life and bringing uplifting them, encouraging them, and reminding them that they are still important. No matter how old they are getting, they are just as important. I want to make sure that you get a copy of my book. You can find it on Amazon. I'll put a link in a, a link of the book in the show notes, you can get it at MoodyPublishers.com who actually on April 24th, Monday, April 24th, they are having a book lover sale and everything is going to be 50% off. So I'm gonna put a link to Moody Publishers website as well. I wrote about Brad and Grandma Joy in the chapter called Step Up, and that is chapter six. You can find it there, but you may be wondering what is this book all about and what other people may have to say about it. Well, someone left a lady named Mary B., she left a comment on my Facebook page a little while ago, and I thought I'd share it with you so you can see how it is. this book is not just for people who are younger, but that if you gift this to a grandparent, I am sure it will inspire and encourage them as well. So this is what Mary had left, the comment she left. She said, I'm 80 years old. My mother lived with me for three years until she died. I only wish I had the book then. However, I have found a wealth of information for older people as well. This book has given me renewed spirit and energy. I bought four of them and shared them with others. Everyone loved the book. It's small, easy to read, and full of information. Thank you for writing this book. So I just am so thankful for encouragement like that and want to encourage you to grab a copy of The Value of Wrinkles, A Young Perspective on How Loving the Old Will Change Your Life. Read it and I'd love to hear your thoughts after reading the book. When I got the chance to talk to Brad and interview him and talk to, with Grandma Joy, I knew that I didn't want this just to be inspiration. This is one of those things that when I wrote my book. I love the fact that I can inspire people, but what I really, really, really want is people to take what I've written and apply that to their own lives, to love the older person in their life and to get ideas on how to do that. I want it to be put into practice. I know that Brad is thinking the same thing. I know he wants the same thing. And so today's interview is probably different than any other interview that Brad and Grandma Joy have done. Brad and Grandma Joy and I, we had a discussion on really the practicals, like how you can actually bring someone out to enjoy nature. How does that work? What does it take? Or is there certain equipment that you need? Um, how can you make it enjoyable and safe? And how can you remove that fear? I hope that you enjoy this interview as much as I did. And even more, my hope is that you will get some tips to actually start putting into practice how we can value the older people in our lives more. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about how you can bring your grandparent on an outdoor adventure. When you go camping, do you sleep completely on the ground or how do you make it work? Because I know that you know, you're adventurous, but I'm guessing you wanna sleep and be comfortable
1: well um, he the, the second time we went out he brought an uh, army cat the first time he brought an air bag, an air uh, mattress and uh, then I kept sliding off of it so I just slept on the groom
2: oh. none. do you have a mat like uh, you don't have a mat or anything to keep it no, uh, like a that, or We anything? had that
1: airbag you know but it wasn't comfortable I didn't think no, I, I, I kept just sl- s- sliding s- off of it.
0: So when you have a military cot, you know you're off the ground. You actually have a, a pretty thick pad underneath of you. They're easy to fold up and uh, and dismantle when you're ready to leave. So it's it's really just a matter of, um, you know, if you've got a car and you're driving around, it's not something that you would take into the the backcountry if you were backpacking. But if you're car camping, you might as well have some some you know more comfortable amenities. And certainly you can. You can invest in whatever you want to make yourself as comfortable as you need to be. I would not recommend, especially with somebody that, you know, is, is older and probably would appreciate a little bit of support. Uh, sleeping on the ground is not ideal. Grandma's a glut for punishment sometimes. but <laughs>
1: Yeah, but see, the first time we went out, it was just spur of the moment. Right,
0: we didn't know what we, we were just,
1: doing. <laughs> we just took the bare necessities, whatever. Because we were just going to stay a couple nights, and I'd never been camping before. And so he said, Do "You want to try?" And I said, "Sure, I'll give it a whirl." How old one-
2: were you when you 85? I so was just
1: a young thing.
2: A young thing. You went camping at 85.
1: Right. All right. And climbed my first mountain
2: at 85. Right. Awesome. So you get a military cot, like I you think don't that's get what- it. You don't get it from REI. Where would yeah, somebody get one?
0: Yeah, I think you just go to REI or um, any outdoor gear store and they probably make even you know more more cushy things that i don't even know about but that was enough to get us off the ground that's the key you just don't want to have roots and rocks and things that you can actually feel it's like the princess in the peak kind of situation you want to be off the ground so you don't have these little things that are pestering you it's amazing like even if you have a little pebble under your little thin air mattress you can feel it and it kind of can kind of disrupt you in the middle of the night so
2: so are you going You have gone tent camping, Mm -hmm. tent camping, not cabin camping, you're going tent camping.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: 21 days, wasn't it? 21 days. 28
0: days, 21 parks. And
1: that's when we slept, for 28 days we slept in a tent. For 28 days? Uh Uh-huh. Man, I got good at taking it down. I got good at that. So what else?
0: If you do some planning in advance, the nice thing about the national parks now are that they, they have handicapped accessible campsites that are completely flat easy to pull into, nothing that you're going to trip over on the way to your your tent site. And they're usually very, very close in proximity to the campsite restroom, Mm -hmm. which are also handicapped accessible. They really have made an extraordinary effort to make sure that the national parks can be enjoyed by people of all ages and that it's safe. So you'll have handicapped accessible trails, you'll have handicapped accessible experiences like if you're in the Grand Teton National Park, you can take a boat tour of Jenny Lake. If you are, I mean, there are a million examples, right? right? I mean, every every place has something you can do. And if you're, and I always say, yes, I mean, there are all these handicapped accessible experiences. You can drive, skyline drive in Shenandoah National Park nearby um, and get out at these overlooks. And you don't even actually have to leave the passenger seat to enjoy the national parks. But you also don't have to say that I'm 85, 86, 87, and therefore I can't get in a boat and go kayaking. Or whitewater rafting, even. She did Class 3 Rapids in Alaska at age 92. So, just
1: like roller coasters.
2: Just like roller coasters? Yep. Did you like roller coasters before that, though?
1: Oh, yeah. we went. I went on four at one time with Six Flags.
2: Oh, okay. So maybe you need to have, like, you would have to like roller coasters to have to go. <laughs> we would recommend that, right? Have <laughs> to just try <laughs>
1: well, I had a good time. I really did. Uh, people looked at us like a... I just give them the thumbs up, man, ready to go.
0: Well, the the, the looks were at me. Like, what are you doing taking your 90-year-old grandmother on a roller coaster in Six Flags? (laughs) And I said, well, you just try to stop her. You know, it's not, I I tried to stop her from doing the whitewater rafting in Alaska because we signed up for a class one trip. And then we get up there, nature does what nature does. And it was class three. And here we are in the middle of nowhere in wrangell St. Elias National Park in Alaska. And I said, I don't think we should do it. And I could see in her face that, that no was not. The uh, like, answer, right?
1: Don't say no, cause you not not get another chance. Don't Every time it. somebody wants to know if you want to do something, say yes.
2: Okay. That's no it. is That's a
1: bad it. word.
2: So what about hiking? Like when you're hiking, do you use a, like walking? Yeah, I sticks, just, or use or that, just use that. Yeah,
1: whatever. I got uh, there's two poles. And are know. there
2: certain types that you need to use? Like,
1: well, there there. Um, they have a good grip, rubber grip. Yeah, there's a rubber grip on them, and they're like a. It's just like a stick, but they got a rubber thing on the bottom. Okay. So when you're going up the hill, it'll give you some more Traction. power to be able to go up.
2: And so that helps you keep your balance. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think it's important to have two. Two. Do yeah. Do. So you
2: can't just use your normal cane. You, you walking sticks are better. Well,
1: I take it with us, and so if we're just gonna be because you never know when there's going to be a groundhog hole or something like that you could trip and fall in so when it's like it's flat i just go ahead and use this in case
0: fall in a hole (laughs) even for people my age i hiked the appalachian trail for six months from georgia to maine in 2009 and i had my poles the whole time because it's really like having four (laughs) it's like having uh four arms instead of two or i guess four legs four legs instead of two yeah. Okay. And, and it's really important because any little thing can, can make you fall. And even at our age, when you have a huge backpack on or whatever, you can get injured if you don't have that extra balance and stability. So no matter who you are, you should you should hike in the woods with, with trekker poles, in my opinion, especially for longer trips. But they're indispensable for, for people Grandma Joy's age. Do
1: you get um... just make you feel more comfortable? It makes you feel you know like for yourself. So and they aren't any trouble. You know, it's
0: just lightweight. Yeah,
1: it's really nice. It just uh, no hill is too big to climb up. That's for sure.
0: Yep, having having good uh, good um, boots, like that are, boots that are that are comfortable support. give you good ankle support. Okay, and then, once again, all the rules apply to Grandma Joy that apply to me.
2: Gee. Are are you carrying a backpack with water and snacks and making sure, because I would think like you don't want any, I mean, I need to have snacks when I go hiking, but is that something to remember?
0: It's essential because you're going to use a lot of energy to get to your destination and then you've got to get back. So that's always the important thing to remember. The first mountain she climbed, we got up there fine. It wasn't until we came back that she started getting a little bit woozy and we had to.
1: We didn't have any extra water with us, did we or snacks?
0: Well, I think we had them, we just weren't using them. We weren't drinking our electrolyte powder and and eating our snacks. So it's not big meals you need. You need to just have a a pocket of trail mix in your pocket with some, some fruits and nuts, and you just eat a little bit as you go so you're getting a constant influx of energy to keep you sustained throughout your hike.
2: So do you have a pack that you bring with you or is it Brad usually
1: brings He, he lets, he does it.
2: Okay. <laughs> And so you've got the snacks. You bring the nuts. You bring the... <laughs> yes. What, what's her, what's, her fa- what's your favorite snack on the trail?
1: I like that. I got some the other day. It's got raisins and uh, dried pineapple and nuts. And, and that's all was in it, but it's really good. The raisins are real soft. I thought they'd be real hard like rocks, but they were not But it's good. So like you that. Just ha- Granola bars. Okay.
0: Probably if you're not a vegetarian, probably some jerky. Just things that... Um, that are that hold up well in your backpack and don't fall apart. Not things that are going to melt. Don't bring cheese. Don't bring chocolate. Okay, no
2: chocolate.
0: Well, not if, not if it's summer.
1: Yes, right. Uh, one uh, company sent us a great big box of all kinds of jerky. Sent him a box and me a box. He <laughs> ate all his, so when we get ready to go, I had to g- give him my. Box. <laughs> <laughs> How dare
0: him! <laughs> that's probably why I'm. Well,
1: I'm not much of a jerky type. <laughs>
2: So is there a certain time of year though then because I would like oh. you don't we or do you even on hot days you'll still go? Because I'm I'm just thinking about somebody who's never ever yeah. could, like taken their loved one.
0: I would say for the you know, I I'm the I'm the kind of person that I'm really experienced in the great outdoors, so I can plan accordingly and like we, we went to Death Valley at a time of year when we, we weren't gonna put ourselves in, in danger. I mean, there young people have have perished in Death Valley if their cars broken down and they didn't have enough water and sources so you just you don't want to get yourself into a bad situation you really do need to think through worst case scenario and and assume that that can happen and just don't even put yourself at risk right and so we're not going to go down a trail if it's a little bit icy you know those type of things so even with trekker pulls you can slip and then one broken hip and grandma joy is not going to be able to get to her 63rd and final national park so we don't take unnecessary risk plan accordingly and most and the biggest thing is when you get to a national park the first thing you should do is go to the ranger station or the visitor center and and say this is how long we have what are the best things that we can do that are going to show off the park and something that we can do together and they're going to have those ideas but grandma joy knows what she can do i know what she can do and so if the ranger um, understands that you know normally we can do a mile and a half pretty comfortably then we can tell them that and they can say well this is just the trail for you okay right
1: because yeah, it's a mile and a half out but you gotta count on the mile and a half back you know so it uh you just take your time and we stop and look at the birds or look whatever and and
2: uh and take pictures, just enjoy
1: right? nature along the way all the little flowers you'll get down take a picture of the flowers and it it's uh, you see things that, if you go too fast, you don't get to see all the cute little things that you see along the trail. Like the little bugs and the little worms and the little flowers. And it's just, um, I don't know, it's just soothing out there and oh, to think, yeah. look at all these things that men and women had nothing to do with. It's just nature. Yeah. Just like when we went to see the cherry blossoms little cherry blossoms were coming out on the side of the trunk it was you know it, it was amazing to see them little flowers coming out on the trunk yeah. and uh, we saw this one tree there was nothing left of it the inside was all gone but one branch was full of buds full of flowers yeah, that's perseverance a, yes
2: So I have one last question for you because I don't want to tire you out. I'm not asking you a million questions. Otherwise, we'd be here for like a long, long, long time. (laughs) But were you scared when you went that first time camping? Was there anything that made you nervous? Because I'm thinking that a lot of people who are older may feel a little fearful of going to the outdoors. They may be fearful of falling, balance, all of those things.
1: No, I guess I had I know I had Brad so I didn't have to you worry. Got somebody to trust. Yeah, I had somebody I was trustful with, you know. So we just got along just fine. I, I enjoyed it. I really I I kind of opened to different things to try. Yeah. It didn't hurt to try it once. And if it does turns out all right, okay, but if it doesn't, don't worry about it. At least you tried. That's the main thing. You've got to try.
0: I think she also proves that you're never too old to find a new passion. She went from having never camped and never spent a night in a tent in 85 years to now having really traveled to every corner of the United States and slept in a tent more times than oh yeah probably anybody her age. So yeah,
1: and got to see the... Uh, bears catch the fish in Alaska. I've always wanted to do that, and it was amazing to watch that. So was... you got to see that? Oh, yeah. So,
0: it was really. So tell tell them about that trail, because most people would think that you wouldn't be able to walk in bear country. Oh, yeah,
1: you can. You can. They have it fixed. They have boardwalk. So once you have to fly in, but this once is... you get there, even if you're in a wheelchair, you can go.
0: This is Katmai National Park in Alaska, one of the most remote places in the United States.
1: But you can go. You can get there and, and a plane and unfold your wheelchair and go. You can.
2: You know what we need to do? You know how all trails? Do you ever yeah, like the all trails? I know that. I have that app. We need to have like a rating. Yeah. Of the ones that are, do they have like ones that are wheel most wheelchair
0: <laughs> accessible? <laughs> I hope or, they do.
2: Or something. You know, like something to guide people so they could go. Directly to the places,
1: right? Right. You mean to which park so you, it, it, you can see it. the most?
0: Yeah, I mean that. Like I said, that that's a book that I would love to write, so that people knew what are the um, what are the wheelchair accessible features like like, of the park. Chips, what are right? the what are the yeah? What are the activities that you can do? Give different options for different levels of physical capability. Yeah. Like I said, you could you could be you could be somebody that really didn't have any balance at all and was very you know if it was their first trip out of the nursing home in years you could go and see Shenandoah National Park or you could drive uh around Acadia National Park in Maine and take in the ocean views on the loop roads I mean there's so many
2: you just made me think about because my husband and I went to Calgary like the Banff area but we went around on the outskirts of it yeah and um yeah, you could drive. There're definitely plenty of people who just drive right in versus right. You know, doing some more of the hiking. You can go drive right directly up to it.
0: A- and I would say for people who are you know, the wheels are turning in their head as they're listening to this and they're thinking about somebody in their life that hasn't had an ha, you know, hasn't been able to go on an adventure in a long time to really I always say we have to see ourselves in grandma joy's generation we have to see ourselves as being that person that one day could be in that position if we're lucky enough to live that long Mm -hmm. and what your life would feel like really ask yourself what what would your day-to-day existence feel like if it was just the same view from your front porch or just the same view from your couch or from your nursing home bed and wouldn't you want somebody that had the ability to bring you along for the ride to do that and what would that mean to you And if you can see yourself in that person, then flip the switch right now and make that plan. Put that into action because if you can get them into the car, you can go anywhere and just the inspiration that that brings, the richness that 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 brings to somebody's life, it's immeasurable. And I think it can reverse cognitive decline, it can reverse um, mental health decline. And wouldn't
2: you say that you enjoy it? too like it's getting I'm not forcing I'm not leading you into a
0: no no it's (laughs) I mean it's it's what I say is that it's it's when we connect intergenerationally we benefit mutually it's um there's a there's an opportunity for engagement with your life at all ages so you know she's not she's not thinking about oh I've got to go and do the same old thing go down to the post office tomorrow and watch the news again and whatever you know she's like oh no i've, I've got to think about what i'm gonna to wear to the national park of american samoa in may for our 63rd and final u.s national park at 93.
2: um can i go yeah <laughs> do you have any last words or
0: anything take your grandma out or take your grandpa out.
2: How much fun was that episode today? I think you now have a favorite episode, isn't that right? Now, if you enjoy today's episode, I want to ask two things of you. Number one, would you share this episode with any grandchild that you know, any adult child, any person who says that they love older adults, they want to honor the older adult in their life, would you share this episode with them? Because this is an episode That gives really practical information, really practical tips that if you implement them, if you do actually take some of this advice and some of the ideas that Brad and Grandma Joy talked about today, then, you know, you're going to change somebody's life, not just a little bit, but a lot. And it is going to be life changing for you and it's going to be life changing for them. So would you please share this with your friends You can share this episode. It is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a lot of other platforms, but you can also direct people to valueofwrinkles.com slash listen, and then they can click on episode 49. The second thing that I want to ask of you is if you enjoyed today's episode, which like I said, I don't know how you wouldn't, would you? please review this episode, this podcast on whatever platform that you listen to it. What this does is this help gets the word out about this episode and other episodes that I've done. And it just gets the words word out so that people will have practical ways and inspiration and encouragement to bless the older people in their lives. And I appreciate your help in doing that. So Thank you for joining me today. Look out for a series next week on episode 50 of the Value of Wrinkles podcast.